0: I'm na sasa yake jesus we give you glory we give you honor praise and adoration in jesus glorious name amen beloved i'm very happy to have you once again and i i want to bring you this message that i have entitled bring in your passions bring in your passion bring in your passion Ah, father we give you glory Father, we give you glory. Father, we give you glory. Father, we give you glory. Ah, ah, and just listen to this worship song. I'll be right back. Oh. So Raja, Mami, Wama, I see no, I see I want to bring you a word entitled bring in your passion or bring on your passion. In the book of Matthew chapter 22, the verse 36, Jesus was questioned about what the greatest commandment is and Jesus said it is that you love the Lord your God, with all your heart, with all your soul, and with all your mind. Now, uh, we, we usually talk about loving God, but we don't pay attention to the wholesome demand that is made for our heart for our soul and for our mind and and the bible says that jesus one of the his last interactions with peter asked peter whether he loves him more than these. and he asked peter this question for three times for three times and interestingly The demand for our love has three dimensions of wholesomeness that it should have. That is all our heart, the whole of our heart, the whole of our soul, and the whole of our mind. And you realize that the third time the Bible says that Peter broke into tears. Peter broke into tears the third time when Jesus asked whether he loved him. Usually we claim to love God. We say we love God. We show it by some works. We show it in our works. But we lack the emotion for God. We lack feelings for God. But the Bible says that we need to love God with all our heart, with all our soul, our soul, the seat of our emotions. We need to love God with the seat of our emotions. How can you love God and feel nothing during worship? How can you love God and feel nothing when you wrong Him? How can you love God And feel no need to support his kingdom. No need to support his business. How can you love God and be unconcerned when he's mocked? How can you love God and sit happily with the scornful? People who scorn at the things of God. People who laugh at the things of God. And there is no emotion in you at all. There is no feeling in you at all. You are just indifferent about the things of God and yet you claim to love God. The Bible says that we should love God with all our heart, all our heart. And I'm going to stick to the English language. I'm not going into the details of what the heart means and how it differs from the soul or the mind and all that. But there is this thinking that people have when they say that oh love is in the heart, love is in the heart, love is in the heart, and so they are they are trying to say that you don't necessarily need to show anything on the outside to prove indeed that you love you you, you love God, love is in the heart. Well, the Bible says that all your heart, the totality of your heart should love God, even if we don't go into the the, 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 the the verses that say that from the abundance of the heart, the, the, the mouth speakers, and the verses that say that out of the heart comes the issues of life, if we don't go into that, the Bible goes on to say, Jesus goes on to say that love God with all your soul, your emotions, your emotions, your emotions, your emotions you need to have some real feeling for God. You need to have some real feeling for God. When you come into the atmosphere of God, when you come into the presence of God, you need to have some real feelings. Indeed, we must not be led by feelings in our faith. We must not only feel that we love God, when we have goosebumps. I just know what the Bible is saying over here. But there's an emotional component to our love for God. There's an emotional component to our love for God. Do you love God? Do you love Him with all your soul? How do you feel towards God? How do you feel when you are hearing the word of God? Do you feel like we are troubling you? Do you feel how do you feel? How can you love God? And you're not happy with his voice. How can you love God? And when he's speaking. When his word is being preached. You don't feel okay. When his word is being preached. You wish service had closed and you were home. How can you love God? And when you open the Bible. You have no strong yearning. To stay in it. Reading it for hours. You love God. But when God begins to, 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 to speak. You are irritated. When God begins to speak, you fall asleep. When God begins to speak, you are unconcerned. How can you love God without your soul? The Bible says that our love for God will be spiritual. The spiritual part that may not, really, may not have to do with feelings. The spiritual part that is established, that is settled, That is the position of your spirit, your regenerated spirit. That is the position where you are saved. You are are renewed. You are a new creature, spiritually, factually, because of your faith in Jesus. That has been settled, and it is your portion. You don't walk around with it written at your back, but it is in your spirit man. You will love God in your spirit man. But the Bible says that if you really love God, if the love of God has been shed abroad in your heart, as Romans 5, verse 5 says, then you also love God with your soul. You will have emotions towards God. I want to know whether you still have emotions towards God or your feelings are gone. What have you invested your emotions into? What what do you feel excited about? What are you passionate about? How can you claim to love God and be passionate about Satan? How can you claim to love God and you are rather passionate about the world? So 1 John says that we cannot love God and love the world. We cannot love God and love the world. How can your hearts be with God, yet your emotions are with the world. How can you love God and you're not excited about purity? You're not excited about fasting and prayers. You're not excited about church. You're not excited about the word of God, but rather you are excited about pornography. You're excited about sin. You're excited about fornication. You are excited about foolish talk. You're excited about jokes. You are excited about things that even tend to mock God. And yet you claim to love the Lord. Jesus says, love the Lord your God with all your heart, with all your soul, and with all your mind. How can you love God and he never crosses your mind in the day? How can you love God and you are so busy, you don't remember him until it's Sunday? How can you love God and you are so busy, you don't remember him and it's Sunday, you don't even know it's Sunday? Do we love God indeed? Do we love God indeed? Do we love God indeed? How can we love God and we don't meditate on his word? We listen to the word and the next moment we have forgotten. How can you love someone and his words don't stay on your mind? You don't reminisce. You don't think about about God. How can you love God and you don't think about him? You don't imagine. Your imaginations are evil. The psalmist said, let the words of my mouth. And the meditations of my heart be acceptable in your sight. How can you love God and your imaginations, your meditations, your mental faculty is filled with filth, is filled with things that do not honor God? It, it it is filled with Satan. It is filled with sin. It is filled with the word, with, with the world and not the word. And yet we claim to love God. If you love God, your spirit man will be in love with him. Your soul will be in love with him. Your mind will actively love the Lord. Let us love the Lord indeed, because God has loved us first. Let us love God, because he first loved us. I invite you to a love for God that takes the totality of your being. And that is not only a word of the mouth. That is not only lip service. God bless you. Love the Lord, your God. Amen. <laughs> What's <muchas> that? I a